Hello, I'm Anna Raimondi coming to you from the Angel Cooperative in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Welcome to this episode of Talking to the Dead in Suburbia. I'm so happy to welcome our guest today, Karen Selikath Jamali. Karen is an award-winning composer, pianist, and artist born in Denmark and living in the U.S. She has performed solo at Carnegie Hall, Weill Recital Hall, and Zanuckel Hall. Her music career was born out of a near-death experience. Her experience took her from not playing the piano to playing spiritual meditative music. As a painter, Karen has received many awards from the international art community, including an Oscar award in art. It is her hope that her work speak to the soul and entices the viewer to see beyond the mere physicality of a piece to a deeper level of personal understanding and emotional meaning. As a sculptor, Karen works in bronze and glass, drawing on the human figure that speaks to us all. Welcome, Karen. I'm so happy to have you here. You're so Thank accomplished. You. Thank you, Anna. I'm so very pleased you asked me to come. Where I'm thrilled to have you. So you had a near-death experience that inspired you to play the piano. Can you tell me what happened? Tell everybody what this near-death experience was about, how old you are, and that sort of thing? Yeah, you know, um, I've always been an artist all my life, making sculptures and paintings and photography and many, many things professional. And then in 2012, I had an accident where I fall down some stairs in my home in the middle of the night, trying to reach out a children book for my son, who we had just arrived with jet lag. And I passed out. And um, I flew out of my body. And I was out in the universe with my angel behind me. And I was a little like a sand dust. And I saw the whole dark universe. It was like being in the consciousness of the being of God or whatever you call Om, or many people have many names for God, but it is one of the same. And I was out there and I saw the light in front of me and I saw Jesus standing there and lighting up and I saw the glorious, love and light there was it i cannot even express how it was it was just i was just wanted to go there and so i saw the people i knew so some people i knew behind standing winking to me oh and i'm longing to go there but my angel stopped me and said it's not your time yet karen but turn around and listen and then i was listening to all the stars in the universe i saw them like beings like you and me and they are life and their consciousness, and they're singing to each other, like a whole orchestra out in the universe, like ding, dong, dong, ding. They answer each other, they're speaking to each other, and that way they hold the balance in the whole universe with sound. We think it's like, what do you call, in our science that the balance is about rotation, right? the physical law where you drop a ball, it's falling down on earth, right? But there's much more to it than we know right now. And that is sound, who literally hold the universe together, like light hold the universe together. And that I hear all that with my angel behind me. 
and was amazing. And then I was told things and I want to say one thing I was told as a message to everybody here on earth that is the only thing that exists is love and enjoyment. Nothing else exists. And it's the only thing that matters. And why you were placed here on earth is to spread this love and light. That is why you are here. And that is your job, whatever you're doing. So, um, and then I was told about time, but there isn't any time. Everything is timeless. Everything just is out where, where we are, where our being are, just is. It never stops. It just is. We are. And it's first when we enter into earth, the time starts. And that our life on earth is like a split of a second. It's so quick. So you really have to do your job good and spread your life. Because the worst thing that ever could happen is that you're coming back home in the light and the love. And you have missed out your gift you were given here to, on being on earth. So then um, my angel says it's time. And then I flew back like a jet to earth. And earth has many layers, just like we have many auras around us. And I flew down every single one of them like a speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> so then I ended up bang. But before that, I saw the earth, you know, I saw the layers and I saw the earth, I saw the people. And I saw how each of us is connected with a silver thread up to the light. This is our soul connection. We're all walking around with it. But there is some around us who is not. Anyway, um, so I waked up with a slash on the floor there on the bottom of the stairs, I had passed out here and waked up down there. And then it hurt. By the way, everybody should know, it do not hurt to die. Not at all, not one single. It do not hurt to die, so never be afraid of that. Anyway, so I woke up, then it hurt. <laughs> and uh, it took me three years to come back. Uh, the first year I couldn't take light and sound and I was difficult with speaking and I could only speak with one person at the time. Second year I was able to be up 10 minutes more every month and slowly, slowly, slowly I came back. But after the third year, and of course I was in the hospital and all that, but um, after third year up to Christmas, I began to hear this music coming in my mind all the time, especially in the night. And I thought, now, now, now I'm going cooks. <laughs> I said, what's going on? So um, then I said, uh, just like with my painting and with my sculptures, I know I have to get it out of me. So I began to play on my little son's piano. I had bored, even I have never played piano. And then I could suddenly play piano. And I played these things I hear. So, um, and then I begin to record it. And after, since then I have made seven CDs, albums, and, and got a lot of awards for composing and 
for Pianist performance and I had played in Carnegie Hall seven times. So um, it, everything has just changed <laughs> around That's music. beautiful. We've yeah. had on a number of people on, on this podcast who have had near-death experiences. And it's really interesting because um, Dr. Eben Alexander went from his near-death experience also using sound now, not the way you're doing it, um, but he's using sound to help in meditation. You know, you know, we're all connected by by sound and music. It's the universal language. So that's um, absolutely beautiful. And how did this translate into your art? Did it change how you are as an artist, as a painter or a sculptor? Uh, you know, the way I've been more weird, as I also, as you say, we are all connected. We, everybody is connected. We are just a part of a wholeness. So um, that was what I also saw out there. And that's really difficult for many to understand what that is, we are. And that is why sound also work on everybody because it go into our being. Um, but when how it is connected to how I do art now, as I'm more aware about being consciousness, where the art is coming from, because art is, is just a question of connecting to it. So honest you can and put your ego away because then you have a clear channel to get it out of you. <laughs> so, um, and also that is specific pattern who is already laid out in the universe and in the nature, you can see how a flower grow, or you can see how the river is running and you can see yeah, how the whole nature is growing. There's different patterns, different structures you have to work with. This is the way the universe we are living in is created. And especially in music, this is coming true, but also in my, my painting and sculpture. So working with the force of energy that already are created, never work against it, work with it, flow with it. That is the thing. And you, when you um, sculpt, you, you're, you're, you sculpt people who don't have faces, is that correct? Mm -hmm. And why do you do that? This is, we, it's a kind of universal language, our body language. Everybody can understand it. it doesn't matter where we come from, what we believe in. Uh, we all understand body language. And so my sculpture could be anybody. You can put yourself into that sculpture uh, and understand the meaning of it. If I put a, a face on it, it's suddenly a portrait. It's a specific person. So that is why I believe I do that. <laughs> So it's like the universal person, correct? Yeah. But when I make my sculpture, I get a picture in my head of the sculpture. It's not, and then I know this is the way I need to do it. It's, I'm not sitting and thinking this. It's just, mm. uh, when I look at my sculpture back, I understand now why I'm doing it. But and where I, does that inspiration come from? Is it from your soul? Is it from God? Where is it coming from, the inspiration for what you create, whether it's music or art? 
yeah, that is from the universe. From I'm simply told how to do. Um, in the music I hear, I hear the tones and I play them the way they come and I record them in that minute. And that is the way I compose the music. And the same I do with my art. It just coming and it is not like I'm sitting and thinking, oh, what should we do that or should we do that? No, no, it just coming straight and that is the way it is. And then afterward, and then I'm gonna record it right away. And then afterward, I can always find the notes and the tones. I, I don't uh, read notes, I don't read the score, but I can hear it and then play it again. Eh? So that is the way I compose. Oh, that's so wonderful. You know, a lot of artists, they have subjects they like to paint, like angels, Madonnas, you know, ballerinas. Um, do you like to paint a certain subject? I love to paint angels. Angels come again and again in my art. So um, I, I love the angels. <laughs> yeah, since, since the start of my life, I love angels. Where can people see your art? Are you in a gallery? Are you online? Where can they, where can they see it? Where can yeah, we have a gallery it? in New York and Soho, Jamali Gallery, and also in Fort Lauderdale and in Orlando, also Jamali Gallery. And then I'm online on my website, kjamali.com. And there's also my music in there. What inspired you to compose Capella of the Universe? Yeah, you know, I hear it in the night, the music, and then I wake up very, very early in the morning and play it. But this capella is, uh, I feel this is very optimistic. We all need optimism right now. We need light and we need happiness for coming through this, what the world is right now. And that is what I see that coming through in this capella and that we all are united and yeah, I believe it's that. But the way the music come, I, I hear it and I wake up really early and I play it. So, so you, I'm, I'm not the creator. <laughs> I'm just doing what <laughs> You hear the stories of the music? Do you, does it come through to you almost like with a story or just the music itself and you just kind of let it flow and come out? Uh, it just coming to me and flow out. But when I hear it, I understand what it wants. I can analyze it. It's like there is some, some, how do I explain this? There is some codes in the music. Can't, I can't explain it more than that. But um, you know, this is energy. Sound is energy, music, energy, and you, uh, that is what that is with my all my art. It's around energy. I express specific kind of energy. It can be optimistic energy. It can be sorry. It can be compassion, and it can be love. And these different kind of energy, I put in in my art. Or even it is music, or it is sculpture, or it is um, painting. I do not try to explain something. It's not what I'm doing in my life. I, I'm putting specific energy in each piece of art, in each area. So is the energy you're putting in connected to the vibration of divinity? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> it's coming from there. 
And you talk about an event horizon on your website. What is an event horizon? Event horizon is a place in the universe where our law, physical law, we understand, stop. And some other laws begin. We did not, we do not have to discover yet. I think that is very, very interesting because we go here and think we know everything, right? But suddenly out there, there's things, our laws totally don't work right, our physical laws. So I love the universe and I love to paint the universe. So that is what I'm doing there. Well, that's, that's beautiful. I think a lot of what you're saying, um, everybody can relate to. I mean, I say over and over again as a medium, you know, I hear over and over again, all that exists is love. That's it. We are made from love. We connect through love. We're all connected together. Um, yeah. But, you know, talk is cheap. Then what do we do about it? And you're bringing music in to connect millions of people through that divine energy, which is absolutely beautiful. Like when I listen to music, I see images. Okay. Like I can see pictures to music. I'm not an artist yeah. not at all. I can barely draw stick figures. I, I see visions of things because I'm very visual, you know, um, you know, I'm one of those people who can sit in a concert, close my eyes, see visions and can be moved to tears, you know, yeah. um, it's quite beautiful, you know, and so, you know, I commend you on what you're doing. I think it's fascinating that you weren't able to play the piano and then you played the piano, you know, I mean, you know, I guess I'm a little envious of all these NDEs that people are having because I haven't had one. Um, I guess I should be happy because I didn't wind up in a hospital or anything. But, um, you know, it's, you know, the, 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 the thread that seems to come through every NDE that of people we've had on this podcast or things that I've read is the light, the feeling of not wanting to come back and the sound. Everybody yeah. talks about the sound. Some yeah. people talk about the stars singing, you know? Yeah. I mean, what a, what a beautiful thing to be in the presence of stars making music. You know, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't imagine, you know? Um, and so, I, you know, what you've experienced is extraordinary. Um, do people, when they listen to your music, do they actually, do you think they understand what they're listening to? Do you preface it? Do you tell them this or you just let them be touched by it? No, I just let them be touched by it. And I get so many reference back how they touch the people and how they meditate and how they cry and how they did all this is so beautiful as how they're touching people. So I'm amazed. It really touching. When did you begin painting? Were you a little girl when you began painting? Yeah, yeah. I coming from an artist family. Yeah, I've done that my whole life. But I began to live up with when I was sixteen, professional, and then I I was on the Royal Academy of School of Art, School of Design in Denmark. Mm -hmm. so I went there with a master for five years. But already when I was in school, I was living off my art. So, but I always wanted to be a musician. So this is very funny that uh, the music, I, I played classical guitar when I was little, little girl um, and wanted to be a musician, but somehow I ended up being an artist. So it's well, funny both. coming back. <laughs> How did your family deal with your near-death experience and then you emerging as this wonderful musician? Uh, they don't really understand this. <laughs> yeah, no. 
you know, I live here in US alone with my, my family here, but my Danish family are in Denmark. This is not things you speak about in Denmark so much. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. But they will, they will start. They will start. Yeah. There's always that trickle effect. It has to start somewhere, correct? Yeah. yeah. Is your husband also an artist or are you the artist oh, in the yeah. family? He's a huge artist, yeah, Jamali. And he's one of the biggest here in the United States. And what does he paint? He paint, it is mystical uh, art, mystical expressionism, it's called. He called his own style and he is called the new Picasso. So he, he has created more art than any artist ever on this earth. So it's totally wild the way he, he can create. He's like oh. a, What's so interesting, I mean, obviously you were brought together. Yeah. You know, so because you're both working from this wonderful spiritual place that people may not understand consciously, but they understand on a soul level. Yeah. You know, I mean, looking at your art online and your husband's art online, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful and so touching, you Thank know, you. so touching. Um, you know, someday I will be able to see some of it in person, um, but it is absolutely beautiful. So when, when is your next concert? What is next on the horizon? Yeah, Carnegie Hall is still closed. So they first open up next year. So it will be May next year in the huge Carnegie Hall, the big one, uh, Stern's Auditorium. So that I look very much forward to. <laughs> and it's also very, challenging to play in Carnegie Hall for the first time ever. Imagine that these, these seven concerts have been my first ever and then starting there. <laughs> Do you think I was nervous? Oh, what an accomplishment. <laughs> it <worked. laughs> yeah, it does work, right? But you don't walk alone, right? No. You have a host of angels around you. Yeah, so, <laughs> and this is what, you know, I tell people all the time when you're on your path and you know what you're doing is because you're graced by God to do it, you can move out of that fear. Yeah. You know you're not alone. Yeah, it's true. I am not. You know, that's wonderful. And where can people um, hear your music? They can go. I am on all the online um, portal, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, and then on my, my website, um, kjamali.com and kjamali music dot com uh, I'm there so um, yeah I'm on all online platform so are your children also artistic yes my daughter she made film my son is doing everything <laughs> 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 so they are all artists yeah well that's yeah, wonderful already paid uh, 100 paintings he is amazing but now it has been a tough year for artists this COVID year, but um, now it begins to. It'll all open up. Yeah, it'll begin to open up now. Yeah. But the good news is you, when there was nothing to do, what you, yeah, you create. create. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> when you're not running all over the place, you know, it's like the universe said, okay, what's important? And now you can create. Yeah. Give yourself the opportunity to create. 
Yeah, so I made a music, a new uh, album that called Sound of Angel. Uh, I made it in cooperation with um, a, a label called Orphus Classical, who working with new, uh, new classic music, new composers. What's happening so much with new classical music? We think the classical music was only three, four hundred years back, right? Mm -hmm. But there's still new thing coming up. <laughs> Well, that's what we need. We need the new, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Because we're new. We're evolving. We're all at a different level, you know, in our place as souls evolving, people evolving. You know, we have this whole new generation behind us that is open to all of this as well. Yeah. So I have high hopes yeah. for the world as yes. we open up and yeah. people like you coming forward to help heal us in every which way. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank um, you. You are wonderful. I hope everybody goes to her website and maybe catch her in concert next year because she truly is a fascinating, wonderful woman who is doing this from a place of pure divinity. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please like, share, and comment, and be sure to subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Anna.